Welcome to The Worst Best Sellers, where we read about fucking dinosaurs so you don't have to. I'm Kate. And I'm Renata. And for this episode, we read Dino Park After Dark by Christy Sims and Alara Branwin. Joining us to discuss this work of sexy, sexy dinosaur funtime erotica are Ashley, librarian and Jurassic Park fan, though after this she's not so sure, and Sam, librarian and lover of dinosaurs, just not, you know, in that way. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. I mean, I'm pretty turned on right now. That's how it's going. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my pleasure, but I didn't want to get too ahead of myself, you know? So, um, this this book, can we even call it a book? It's like a short story. Yeah, I mean, novella? it's not even really a novella. It's yeah, so, oh. it's like 28 pages long. This is another one that where it's not really a true bestseller. Like, I mean, it's not in the New York Times list, but we're choosing <laughs> it as a representative of this dinosaur erotica trend that is apparently making a lot of money for some people. Um, I first heard about this from an article, maybe on Slate or Salon, we'll find it and link to it, about how much money a lady is including uh, Christy Sims and Laura Bronwyn, who I think were some of the first ones on this dinosaur erotica bandwagon. And uh, they made a lot of money from dinosaur porn. So good yeah, for them. I get I, it. Um, I think I remember reading on the toast, it wasn't dinosaurs, but it was talking about like generally these creature erotica stories that were going up. And that's actually this whole month, this episode and our next episode, that's kind of our theme is creature erotica for October because like Halloween and shit. Spooky and sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's like these stories that are half supposed to be parody and half taken seriously that people are making like legit tons of money selling on Amazon, which is insane. But here we are in a post dino erotica world. We'll never be post-Dinosaur Erotica. It will always be with us from this day forward. That's the hope. Yeah, it's like, what happens after postmodern? Like, if it's still a modern era. Hell. Yeah. Dinosaur (laughs) porn forever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Um, What's interesting to me about this is that like and again if you if you decided even after the terrible results of last week that uh you want to play the worst bestsellers drinking game take a drink for this but um i feel like ashley and sam have thought so far in our notes that this is way worse than i thought it was <laughs> i've read much more disturbing porn than this on the internet i was mm. fairly unfazed <laughs> by the majority of this. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I I would like to think that I'm pretty progressive and that I read, uh, you know, enough erotica to make it happen. But like, I just I I, I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't this. I I don't know. It, I like my erotica thing. with a plot, which I guess like, is not erotica <laughs> as, as a romance <laughs> novel. So yeah, this was this was weird, but also baseball bats. So no. I think actually what did surprise me about this, so the plot of this is it's about a girl named Maria who after college she had so much debt that she had to just take the first job that she could find, which was feeding the plesiosaur. Is that plesiosaur? Plesiosaur. I don't know say plesiosaur. 
She had to take a job feeding dinosaurs at Dino Park, which is basically Jurassic World. And sidebar, like, I want to live in the world where <laughs> after college, when you have so much, so many student loans that you can't be picky and you have to take the first job that you get, that first job is working at the fucking dinosaur park. Like, yes, that's amazing. Point. I mean, like, I guess that world is SeaWorld. But no, but it's that's dinosaurs. not the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not even close. Like, if you think that um, a whale and a dinosaur are the same, I feel bad for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> They're giant. And they live in water. That's where the similarities end. So, um, okay, so it, it establishes her job as feeding the plesiosaur. It talks a little bit about, like, her daily routine. She feeds it fish. And then this one time she's feeding it fish, she slips and falls into the tank and then has to take her pants off because they're weighing her down. And then she's trying to get out of the tank and whoops, the dinosaur's dick is in her. And she likes it. And also the janitor is watching. He also likes it. Yeah. He likes it yeah. a lot. The dinosaur likes it too. Pretty much everyone is pretty into, is into it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And she comes and the dinosaur comes and the janitor comes and then she comes again and then that's the end of the story no and the janitor has a job to do he's gonna have to clean up all of that (laughs) yeah he has to clean up his own cum first um so then she climbs out of the tang and she's like lying there like half naked and breathless and the janitor's like oh i just came in and she's like, I just fell in the tank and took my pants off. <laughs> and then it cut, it ends. I like that it ends with the janitor wondering when this will happen again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta leave room for that sequel money. Yeah. So what Which surprised- they had a lot of. Oh God, yeah. I although oh, I don't know if this specific one has a sequel or if they just start over with new girls and new dinosaurs and new janitors. New janitors, yeah. Right. Well, I feel like there's something that came before this because I keep talking about, like, at the beginning she was talking about some girl getting too close to the T-Rex's thing, and that was really messy. But I really feel like they're alluding to another book that they wrote about T-Rex sex. They did got... write a T-Rex book. I know. I they know. do everything. I, I read that as she was murdered by a T-Rex. Uh, That's what I, I thought, thought too. too. She, had a, she had a good night with the T-Rex. Uh, it was it was sexy time. A different kind of mess. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That's why this book is so great. It's so open to interpretation. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I guess what surprised me is that it is so short, but probably a third of it is just setting up the concept of Dino Park and like her job and uh, the other things. Yeah, like previous. Uh, T-Rex incidents and like how much people like the park and whatever. Yeah, it kind of gives me hope. I mean, not that I plan on ever writing erotica for sale, but that is how I write stories. I'm like, I'm just going to write like a quick thing. It's just going to be like one scene and bing, bang, done. And then you know, 10,000 words later, it's like, oh, well, I needed to set it up and I needed to create the world and, you know, place it in the larger political spectrum. <laughs> and, yeah. 
Um, so, you know, I, I'm glad to see a little of that in the creature erotica world. It gives me hope. Right. Like, I'm not going to get turned on by this if I'm wondering about her, the status of her student loans. I need to have that <laughs> mentally squared away before I start jerking off to this. But, you so, know, now that she now that she sleeps with dinosaurs, she probably could have, like, some sugar money on the side. Dinosaur sugar money. Oh, yeah, like a webcam show? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They probably That's pair in fish, though. <laughs> they wouldn't pair in muddy. They pair in fish. They're super no, she pays fish. the dinosaur in fish. She- oh, no, wait. Oh, okay. Are you imagining that the audience of the cam show is other dinosaurs? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. T-Rex, <laughs> guys. That's why it's so messy over there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, okay? I just No, it's, it's Jim's buddies. Jim tells oh. all his friends, you have to see this girl get fucked by a dinosaur. Okay, and that makes more sense. URL, and uh, they make bank. Yeah, that's more sense than what I was imagining. I'm glad you <laughs> cleared that up for me. So, but this, the market is wide open, so I think maybe we could write the porn that... You know, is any of the porn from the dinosaur's point of view? Hmm. Maybe we could write that about the T-Rex, like, watching the girl on the webcam and, like, T-Rex jerking off. How would he, though? He His arms are too short! <laughs> I was just like, wait. Oh my god, it's tragic. <laughs> Unless, unless he has a baseball bat, I don't know. It's just some people are much. into that delayed gratification. <laughs> Maybe it's like a dinosaur and his bro, and they like give each other hand jobs. I really like I that mean, idea. That's kind of cute. Or the goat. Uh, yeah, the goat they that always put work. in the T Rex pen. Yeah, the like, goat's like a flashlight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Great. Good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the plesiosaur's dick is described as being the size of a baseball bat, if you're wondering why that keeps coming up. Yes. Which doesn't sound sexy to most people. She's into it. Sexy. Well, interestingly. Well, wait. For reasons that are irrelevant to this discussion, I was Googling various things and ended up on a message board where it was a, a sex toy sex toy enthusiast message board of some kind and they were taking a poll on what people's um ideal too small and too large uh sex toy circumference was and there were a really disturbing well i shouldn't say disturbing there were a surprising number of women who were on this message board who were voting that like a three inch diameter was too small wow which, they, wait, do you they think they're bad what at math? Inches were and what diameter was like? Yeah, did they? Did they have those terms? They were looking to toys that they liked. They were like, I like this toy because it has like a three and a half inch diameter, and that's my ideal. And like sharing different suggestions with each other. So it was. I gotta find a ruler. Like, what? How long is that? How big? Well, you know the plus size. That's like though. a can of Coke, right? Yeah. If those ladies are having babies, that'll be a really easy birth process. Because if you're already going at three and a half inch diameter, you can just pop that stuff out. It's really planning ahead. Yeah. Oh, gosh. By the way, Kate, when you said for reasons you ended up, was it because you were looking for the vampire dildo from Twilight? No. (laughs) I've seen that. I'm trying to remember why. It was sometime before Con, and I can't remember why in particular I was. Okay, you don't don't have to, like, give an alibi. I was just wondering if it was related to the Twilight (laughs) dildo. 
<laughs> no, I will I will do a plug though. Um it did come up at Con because my friends who are running the Brimp Form at New York Comic Con had giant dildos with them for various reasons. So if you are listening to this before New York Comic Con, you should go to the Brimp Form, which I believe will be on Friday night. Which, um, which is for if you're a fan of sex criminals. If, like, yeah, for the comic oh. book sex criminals. And you don't need a badge to go. So. Oh, wow. We'll link to but that. But do you need that. to bring a dildo? No. Yeah, I need to know that ahead of time. What about a baseball bat? No. Uh. <laughs> Just you trying to get the bases covered. <laughs> bases. Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't funny. Anyway. <laughs> so, here's my question. Do you think that people write these – well, we'll go with this specific one because this is the only one that I've read so far. I've got three more to read in the next week. Do you think that they write them as erotica, like, to titillate? Or do you think it's for the, like, like the reason that we're reading it, like, the, the novelty factor of it? I actually read an uh, interview from one of the authors. It was what Alana, Alana, or whatever her name is. Uh, Alara, Alara, Alara Branwin, and she basically was like, "LOL, <laughs> dinosaurs." We thought it was really funny, and we're like, "No one writes this, so let's write it." I think they write it for the fact that if you write something so absurd and put it on the internet, people will buy it as a joke. I don't even think that most people are buying this because they're like, "Ooh, dinosaurs, that's sexy." They're buying it because they're like. Dinosaurs and humans, that shit's crazy. Right. And then they they buy it and they start reading it and they're like, um, no, I mean this is like this is really crazy and kind of weird. And and baseball bat. Oh my god, there's a baseball bat. And then they just like, that's it. But Sam, if that's the case, why is there so much of it? If it were only novelty, like wouldn't people buy one and be like, Okay, I get it. Like the fact that it keeps like, this suggests to me that people are buying this for more than just novelty. See, and that's what I think. Like, I've been around the internet long enough to know that as soon as you think of some, like, crazy erotic, quote-unquote, situation, someone is has already fantasized about it. Someone has already thought about it. Someone has already jacked off to it. So, yeah, I think that's it was true. novelty for them. But I think there are people who are like, ooh, I'm super into this. And, like, they probably don't talk about it because it's a little weird. But, you know, no judgment. Like, if this is your thing, then good for you that now people are writing about it. The thing is with this, the, the dinosaur erotica, I remember when this stuff started being really huge because, like, every all of my friends know that I, I, I read romance novels. And, I, in fact, I read, um, like, shapeshifter romance novels kind of regularly. And so when the dinosaur erotica stuff started coming out, everyone's like, Sam, oh, my God, this is for you. And so... I saw all of the rundown of it and I, and I, you know, this was the first one I read actually, but like, I, I think that a lot of people, like maybe you like shapeshifter romance and you think this might be like a shapeshifter thing. Cause that's a kind of a wholly, wholly different thing. Like you are having sex with a human in shapeshifter stuff, not an animal, but they become, they can like shapeshift into other things, you know? And I think maybe some of that, some of the buy. I think a lot of the buys, in fact, are either given as jokes or given as like interest in like what is this. But I like I really struggled to find like it 
as a, I mean, they don't even spend that much time talking about the sex in this. It is very like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Not, it's not very like, oh, it's very sex. Like, they don't build up that much. Right. I think it's, I think it, I could see it on a spectrum with like rape fantasies and this idea of just being like overpowered by like a really like, big sexy guy and this is like the next level it's it's not even a person it's like so detached from like i could see it definitely being a fetish well yeah Yeah, there's a fetish about like size and stuff i'm sorry to interrupt you but i mean so going along that i think it probably exists for some people i think i was prior to this i was kind of thinking of it as kind of like sex toys at Spencer's gift versus like mm. Spence toys at Babeland, mm-hmm. you know, what you do as a joke versus what you actually use. But the more I think about it, like in the fan fiction world and even in like the fetish community, like tentacle porn and all sorts of things are really big and people do legitimately get off on it. So I, I can, I guess maybe see that, you know, it's not, me it's not for me it doesn't do anything for me for multiple reasons but i guess it you know i i can kind of see how it would i mean those fucking dragon dildos are so popular mm-hmm. right because like tentacle porn is a joke in a wide community like you can definitely use that as a punchline but there's so much of it that there there definitely are people who are definitely really getting off on tentacle porn and maybe even they have to play it off like a joke because they oh, yeah. know, or like furries, you know, that's a yeah, punchline, nope. but it is also very much something people are very much into for real. And I feel like that's got to be the case with this stuff. Well, can we talk about like POV for just a second? Because like, I think, I think that that, that might be kind of the thing, like the fact that they kind of transition into the, the janitor's point of view for a, a big span mm. of this uh-huh. 17 page novel. Um, I think it, it is it is maybe more of a, a guy fantasy than a girl fantasy to like mm. watch a girl be like the tentacle porn aspect, like watch someone be, I don't know, victimized by something that's not supposed to go in them. Uh, that I mean, that transition into his perspective, really, maybe that's that's the appeal factor. But as a lady, all I could see was like, oh, my God, that oh, that's. No. I mean, the POV is pretty 50-50. Like, once the sex starts, I feel like it goes back and forth between her and the dinosaur and him watching them pretty evenly. And I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like the one of the examples I gave before was fandom. And, you know, fan fiction is largely written and consumed by women. So mm-hmm. there have to be women out there who get off on it um, as well. Like, I, I don't. I I felt like as weird as this is to say, with the exception of Jim and his voyeurism, like I I felt like the parts that were from Maria's point of view were very, they weren't like as rapey as I guess I thought they were going to be. Like she was pretty into it and pretty absorbed by it. She enjoyed it. I mean, she did for sure. No, I like. I'm not gonna like. She was. She was all on board. But you don't. I mean, like, you don't give consent by uh, like swimming in a swimming pool, which is ultimately what happened. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, and like, like a dinosaur can't understand consent. Like, it's yeah. not. But I think that goes back to like the rape fantasy and the kind of like 
this as a fantasy as the ultimate kind of like oh i was overpowered like it's obviously not something you'd want to happen in real life even if we did bring dinosaurs back to life but it's a fantasy it goes back to our 50 shades thing where like people saying like oh like women can't read 50 shades because they'll read it and think it's a how-to book or it's like no they know it's a fantasy like, I, I'm pretty sure that we're reading this are going to know, like, oh, if, a, if an animal tries to have sex with me in a pool, it's not cool. But okay, guys. this is pretty how-to. Right. First, you fall into the pool, and then you take off your pants, and then it happens. Right. Um, and then going back to Sam's <laughs> point about the voyeurism and the point of view, I, I think that is a fetish for people also, like, uh, the idea of being watched and, like, imagining, like, oh, this other man watching me and, like, I didn't know, but he was turned on by me. I mean, again, obviously, if that happens in real life, that's terrible, Creepy. gross, yeah. like, well, assault. I mean, but yeah, it can be a fantasy. It's something that people, you know, try to act out as a scene or whatever. That's a thing. Yeah, and it's definitely, like, I know it's a big thing in clubs where, like, there are specific rooms that have windows. And it's like, you if you go into this room with the windows, it's because you want people to watch you and people who want to watch can go to the windows right sort of deal ah not with dinosaurs but oh oh not yet not not yet yeah but maybe one day we'll get there (laughs) just learning so much this is great (laughs) yeah uh, for more information i don't know probably listen to some episode of savage love cast and you'll get it yeah (laughs) read oh joy sex toy yeah well you know with the whole like stand with planned parenthood thing i'm all for whatever ladies want to do to their own bodies go for it (laughs) but dinosaurs man that's that's huge literally 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 huge huge. (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um i mean i guess we have covered this pretty in depth for a 28 page short story uh do we want to move on to our dramatic readings sure Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, just so you guys know, if you have Amazon Prime, this is a free borrow. So if you're intrigued, you can get this for free. Was it really? Oh, sorry, girl. Yeah. Um, but well, I if think it... it was only 99 cents. Right. So. I was yeah. going to say, if you don't have Amazon Prime, 99 cents. I'm going to start us off with our first dramatic reading. This is shortly after our girl Maria has fallen into the water and taken her pants off to survive. Water lapped at the platform as the 11-foot-long, olive-skinned creature rose from the depths, sending waves ahead of it as it surfaced. This time, as it surfaced, Maria didn't feel herself being bumped from below and onto the platform. She felt something thick and large between her legs. She couldn't understand what she was feeling. She had no idea what it was, and she didn't have the strength to hold herself above the water long enough to let go of the platform and take a look. The large, stiff object slid between her thighs and prodded at her cunt. Whatever it was was thick and hard and felt as though it had a knot on the end, a thickly rounded bell shape that pushed inside her with one powerful thrust. She felt it as it slipped inside her, stretching her and filling her to the brink. It was big, bigger than any man she had ever been with, and then she realized just what it was. The plesiosaurus was now underneath her, its large body spread underneath the show platform, its belly and pelvis directly under her. 
The creature was twice her length, and she could feel it rising up, spreading her legs wide and forcing her to ride it as it floated with its smooth tan belly up under the platform, pressed flush to force itself up to the water's surface, and inside Maria. The creature's full, round belly was underneath her, forcing her legs to spread wider. She felt the huge rod throbbing inside her, and she knew that the creature was fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> Get it, Maria. <laughs> I love that that's a realization, like, oh, now I know what's going on, like you didn't before. It's great. Yeah, I guess she was just, like, so stunned, or Maybe. not very well written, or whatever. <laughs> I actually, I was surprised at how not totally shitty it was. Mm. I thought it was going to be much worse written. I mean, it's obviously not going to be winning any awards, but I was expecting it to not be as well written. I mean, not that it's great written, but you know what I mean. I think, again, our our standards are fucked up, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's competent. <laughs> I was more surprised about reptile sex and how it worked like i had to i had to learn a little bit about that i guess most reptiles have like spikes on their their yeah i was gonna say there's like there's like there's some problems with having sex with a reptile well dinosaurs are technically not reptiles also their dna got filled in with other stuff okay so they're fine it's good all right, I'm going to do the second dramatic reading, which is from Jim the janitor's point of view as he watches at the plesiosaur tank. Had Maria been able to turn around, she would have found Jim sitting in the middle of the stands, watching the entire thing unfold. He had only been halfway up when he heard the splash, and while most people would have run to help, Jim thought about what he should do just long enough to see the plesiosaurus rising up from the water. The creature's huge shape rising made his eyes expand to the size of dinner plates, but then, when he saw just what the creature was trying to do, he couldn't look away. He couldn't even go to get help, because the fact of the matter was that asking anyone for help when you have your cock pitching a tent in your already tight work pants just wasn't a good idea. Jim sat down in the stands. The creature now had its firm, thick cock inside Maria's pussy. She likened the... the width of it to a baseball bat as it stretched her wide open. It made her thighs ache and her pussy tighten with each thrust. She couldn't say it hurt as much as it pleased her, hitting all the right spots as the creature continued to push upward, forcing its cock deeper into her sweet sex. Water lapped rhythmically at the platform as Jim looked around quickly before unzipping his pants and taking out his aching dick. He'd seen plenty of pornos, but never anything like this. It just, I, the logistics of this, like the idea of a baseball bat, it's still, it, it's mind blowing to me, but. Well, uh, but the research, research on the dildos, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's not a thing that people like. I just, for me, it, no, just, same. I can't that's, imagine. Yeah. That's definitely varsity level. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not there yet. Not, not even <laughs> close. And especially with no lube. I mean, she's just got, like, gross tank water in there. Yeah. She is going to get an infection. Oh, God. And she wasn't aware that she was having sex until, like, she was having sex. So it wasn't like her body was getting all worked up herself. No. Guys, this is why... This is why we need to keep Planned Parenthood funded. Because ladies are going to get infections from fucking dinosaurs. (laughs) And who will help them? 
Yeah, what's the dinosaur STDs? That's a whole new level. Does oh, she get, man. like, what do you think the insurance at Dino Park is like? Do you think it's good, or? I, um, bet, she, I bet she uses Planned Parenthood. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's probably pretty shitty, I would imagine, for the workers. She's not, like, one of the dinosaurs. Like, she just feeds the dinosaur, so she's probably on the lower lower end of the pay scale there. Uh, Plus, yeah, I imagine that they want to cut corners wherever they can, because I imagine that their insurance premiums are really for high. liability are going to be really oh, yeah. high. That was my main confusion with Jurassic World. Like, who is paying the insurance on that place? So I assume it's similar with Dino Park. Right. Yeah. Well, I can start my reading now. Yeah, take us home, Ashley. Oh, yeah. Take us uh, to church. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't really even know how to preface this, so I'll just start reading. Maria, Maria dared to reach her fingers down. She wanted to feel the creature's cock inside her. She wanted to feel just how thick that monster dick was, feel how wide it was stretching her. She slid her fingers down over her sensitive pussy, stopping when she got to the smooth rod that impaled her. It felt so smooth and soft and almost as slick as a creature's skin. She ran her fingers around her opening, feeling just how wide she was stretched open, her body stretched to limit and sensitive. As she realized just how huge the creature's cock was, she gasped and felt herself starting to ache once more. She was pushed to her limits, and she was loving every second of it. She let her fingers slide downward. She wanted to see just how long the plesiosaur's cock was, but once she had reached down as far as she could without ducking her head under the water and still hadn't been able to feel its base, she stopped. Lifting her hand back out of the water, Maria grabbed hold of the platform once more. She knew that she would need to steady herself once the creature came, and she was determined that she was going to make her new friend feel just as good as he had made her feel. Maria held the platform firmly with her fingers, trying to lift herself up and down to bounce on the creature's huge dick, but her attempts were fruitless. Her pussy was too tight, the creature was too big, and it would take the strength of a plesiosaurus to put the thrust in that she needed. Just as she thought that, she felt the creature stiffen and throb beneath her. Maria took a deep breath, preparing for something incredible. Sure enough, seconds later, Maria felt it. It started to build from the base of the creature's cock and ripple slowly toward the tip. Then, deep inside herself, Maria felt an incredible shudder as the creature started to release. A wave of fluid jetted inside her, and it just kept throbbing, pumping her full, and so the water around her began to cloud. The incredible feeling as a plesiosaur's cum filled her and began to leak out into the water was enough to drive Maria to the edge again. As this cum kept spilling into her, she joined the creature in ecstasy. It's great stuff. It's yeah. great stuff. <laughs> Steamy. <laughs> Just... oh, that's great. I we we didn't read the part. There's a part where Jim's watching and he like mentally comments that she knew that she owed the creature an orgasm or something, which to me was, like, kind of the grossest part of the whole thing. Like, <laughs> like, you just watch this lady get, like, fucked by a dinosaur, and your thought is that she owes it an orgasm? You're gross, Jim. <laughs> Jim is the worst. <laughs> like, if she wants to friend friend zone the dinosaur, A, that's not a thing, and B, she can withdraw her consent at any time, Jim. Right, she doesn't owe him anything. She does well, not. <laughs> friend zoning is as much a thing as dinosaur parks are, so <laughs> That's true, actually. Maybe the friend zone is an area of the dinosaur park. Like, you look in the map and it's like, Triceratops Corner, friend zone. <laughs> Please see a sort Friend zone, the top of the swimming pool. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh. 
good. So, um, if you, you know, if you enjoyed that, we really just read you all the best part. So maybe, Pretty much, yeah. maybe save your Amazon Prime lending for one of the other dinosaur porn books. <laughs> you guys just read half the book. We really, I mean, pretty much. Honestly, when we were setting up to do this, we weren't sure if we were even going to be able to have three separate uh, dramatic readings just because it's so short. But we did. We, <laughs> we made endured. it happen. Yeah. Just for you, listeners. Just for you. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our game of Would You Rather. Would you rather fuck the plesiosaur or fuck Jim the janitor? I have no. legit been thinking about this since I saw it typed in the doc earlier this week, and <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would rather. I Both of those options seem terrible. Right, because the dinosaur's dick is the size of a baseball bat, but Jim the janitor seems like a gross guy. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I guess if it came down to it, like... Uh, I don't know, because it's like the pain of having something the size of a baseball bat versus, oh, I don't know. And like a gross co-worker, too. You'd have to see him uh, all the time. I, I mean, she has maybe... to see the plesiosaur all the time, too, but yeah. I mean... <laughs> do you think, in this scenario, do you think you would be prepared? Like, could you bring your own lube and, like, seduce the plesiosaur? Or would it be this, like, surprise sex situation? If you can prepare, I would definitely take the plesiosaur. I mean, she did come twice. She That's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. You, you could take one of those, like, going into labor pills that, like, widens everything down there, right? <laughs> right. Is that a thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. Plus, at the end, you get to say, like, I fucked a dinosaur. Exactly. Right. Like, I'm always going through life looking th- for things that will make a good story to tell later. That's kind of, like, how I frame all of my experiences. Like, oh, even if this was shitty as I live through it, it'll be awesome to tell people about later. So, yeah, that I mean, this is... memory is going to be fantastic. Oh, my God. Play. Yeah. T- the time hop dinosaur is going to fucking love this. <laughs> <laughs> I get... <laughs> so I guess I gotta fuck the dinosaur, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> same. You yeah. gotta. Kinda gotta. Alright, next up. Uh to pay off your student loans, would you rather work at Dino Park or write dinosaur erotica full time? Work at Dino Park. There's no other answer. It's because it <laughs> posits that we live in a world where there's a real life dino park. And that you could go there. You don't have to be fucked by the dinosaurs to work there. But you get to work with dinosaurs. You could work at the petting zoo. You could work at the Dino Park petting zoo. Work at Dino Park, obviously. Yeah, but Dino Park always ends badly. I've watched Jurassic Park. Like, there's no good ending to Dino Park. I don't care. I'm going to work there. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) I'm going to pet all the dinosaurs. I mean, I think you can make more money writing dinosaur erotica. And it sounded like she was doing manual labor, which I'm super not into. So, I mean, I, for me, the choice is clear. I would rather write the erotica. But, oh, same. I, mean, I, me too. I understand your perspective. I just, I, I can't, I can't agree. Yeah, it's like manual labor with fish. fish. I, oh, well, like, yeah. The rule is not that you have to have Maria's job. It is work at Dino Park or write dinosaur erotica. Okay, what job would you? job at Dino Park. <laughs> yeah, what, what job, job would you want at Dino Park? I mean, like, ideally, I would like some sort of tour guide job where I got to, like, teach people about dinosaurs and take them around through different exhibits at the park. But, you know, if I'm right out of college trying to do whatever, like, selling souvenirs even, you still fucking get to work at Dino Park. Uh, 
You won't have competition from me for that yeah, job. I'm good yeah. with the erotica. I would rather write the erotica, but if I did work at Dino Park, I would want to be the person in charge of baking the jello. The jello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that you can as the test for when they're in dinosaurs. I got it. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can address that in our next Would You Rather. Would you rather work at Dino Park or Jurassic World? I didn't see the movie, but Jurassic World does have Chris Pratt, so He does work there. Yeah. Well, it's rough because Dino Park does not seem to end in murderous dinosaur rampage. But Jurassic World looks pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's a toss-up. I mean, Dino Park has Janitor Jim and Jurassic Park has Chris Pratt. Like, those are your options. Well, then, like, Jurassic Park has Jeff Goldblum, who... Like, a fine wine is getting better with time. So, I mean, I'd probably pick Jurassic Park, honestly. Yeah, I think I'd pick Jurassic World because I feel like there's history there. Mm. Um, You know, you have, like, all of the InGen legacy and all of the original Parks legacy. Plus, I mean, it's making a bazillion dollars, obviously. So... Plus, it's on an island. It's on a cool island. Yeah. I don't have a good sense of... I don't have a sense of where geographically where Dino Park was. America. Yeah. Somewhere. Obviously. It had to be in America. Anyway, you guys are, like, Chris Pratt is is all well and good. For me, the highlight of Jurassic World was that Lauren Lapkus was there uh, in the control room. So I'd probably want to work with her. I love Mm. her. And also, she she got out safe because she was in the control room. And so when shit goes down, you know, she's kind of away in a little bunker and then she gets to leave on a boat or whatever. So... I guess that would be acceptable. Yeah, seriously, be close to the like lifeboats or emergency exit. As long as you're as long as you're close to that, you're fine. But really, I mean, I really would prefer to stay home and write dinosaur erotica. I just, I just can't get on board with this bringing dinosaurs back to life thing. Even though like the movies are cool, it seems cool. I just feel like it is always doomed and not a good idea. Wait, so are you saying that you're not pro life? <laughs> oh god <laughs> I am pro the choice to not bring dinosaurs to term good good all right gotcha <laughs> yeah it's a good answer okay let's uh move on to reader's advisory where we suggest things to read instead of or in addition to dino park after dark kind of as a joke I had initially said like why would we want to recommend people read anything instead of just telling them to listen to Hamilton because we've basically been listening to the original Broadway cast recording of Hamilton nonstop since nonstop nonstop (laughs) (laughs) Um, since it was released so like kind of as a joke but kind of if you haven't listened to it yet like what are you doing with your life nothing good yeah I mean it's hard I feel like there's not really a good reason to do reader's advisory for this per se because the way these are published we can't get them for libraries anyway and i think i mean i've never had a library patron ask me for read-alikes for creature porn i think if you are into that you're kind of finding it on your own and you're probably just reading all the other ones but for fun and whimsy we can suggest some other things um such as listening to Hamilton, which yes. has 0% to do with this, but no. you should. You should check it out. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you tell them about Triassic Park now? 
Yes. Um, so there is a, a, a Jurassic Park musical. Um, it oh. is not called Jurassic Park because they could not get the rights for that. It is called Tri- Triassic Park with a Q. Becca and I saw it when we were in New York a couple years ago and it was off Broadway and it is amazing. It is so funny. It's essentially Jurassic Park from the dinosaurs point of view um, and how it starts off with all of these female dinosaurs who live together happily at Triassic Park until one day some of them start growing penises and they're very confused because they don't know what that thing suddenly hanging between their legs is or what to do with it except they get these urges and it follows uh, the Velociraptor of Innocence as she goes on a journey to figure out what is happening and what secrets um, have been kept from her at the park. And it's hilarious and amazing. And the cast recording is available on iTunes. And you should listen to it. And it's great. Yeah. And, and if you if you just really like the dinosaur point of view, uh, I after... I don't know. I read Jurassic Park when I was a little kid, and then I was like, I want to read more dinosaur stuff. And the only other thing out there was uh, Raptor Red, which is written by uh, uh, I don't remember, but it's it's about it's a it's about a, a a Utah raptor whose like mate dies, and then like your fault. It's like it's like Pride and Prejudice from a raptor's perspective. Aww. It's great. It's fantastic. I don't know. I read it when I was in fifth grade, but it was pretty good. <laughs> so is it erotic? No. Or... Not, <laughs> Depends no, on how I you read like, it. She's like looking for a mate or whatever, but it is not sexy, sexy. There's no baseball bats. They're mm-hmm. just lifetime. <laughs> Life. A recommendation I'll make just if you are interested in this from a, oh my God, what point of view is I often enjoy reading Dan Savage's Love Letter of the Day just for, like, a, people are into what? Oh. And not, you know, I'm not trying to kink shame. Like, if you're into something that makes you happy and then it's consensual, like, great. But as somebody who's not, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at the JV League sex, definitely. I'm not up to this varsity league stuff. Like, I just like reading it and be like, oh, that's the problem with your sex life? Like, that never even occurred to me. So if like if you're into that, and I we've also I've talked about Dan Savage before, and I know that he can be problematic, and not everyone enjoys him. So if you have a beef with Dan Savage, that's fine. Don't read his love letter. But if you are just looking for like, huh, sex stuff, you could you could do worse. Um, I'll also I mentioned both of these earlier, but uh, the comic book Sex Criminals by Matt Fraction and Chip Starsky is very funny. It is sort of about sex, not about dinosaurs. Um, it's about two people who discover that they can stop time when they orgasm and they use this power to rob banks um, for a good cause to save a library. So it's even like tangentially related to probably a lot of you <laughs> listeners lives. Um, but it is brilliant and funny and sad and hilarious. And you should definitely read it. And uh, Oh Joy Sex Toy, which is a webcomic by Erica Moen, where she and her husband review sex toys and other sex-adjacent things. Um, it's really interesting and cool, and you learn a lot. Yeah, I've, I've read both of those. I didn't uh, have any reader's advisory, but uh, both Sex Criminals and Oh Joy Sex Toy are great. So I co-sign those. I've learned a lot from Oh Joy Sex Toy specifically. 
Um, Sam, you were mentioning shapeshifter romance earlier. Do you have any particulars you'd want to recommend as a sort of tangential read alike? I don't know. The whole dinosaur thing is kind of a hard, a hard line. I I don't know if there's a whole lot out there on that, but there's a lot of like dragon shapeshifter stuff, and a lot of the people who write shapeshifter romances at least dabble in in dragons. So like, you know, like Sherilyn Kenyon. I know she has a whole like a Were Hunter series, and it's a lot of like vampire esque things and werewolves. But she also has a couple like Were Dragons. Uh, Shana at Abe, I think is how you say her name. She writes The Smoke Thief. Those are dragon shapeshifters. If you want like silly funny, Kate Katie McAllister writes the Guardian series with shapeshifters, and that's like very like tongue in cheek romance. Like it doesn't take itself super seriously and then patricia briggs if you want more sexy time stuff uh her mercy thompson series is about a shapeshifter um with more like actual sex scenes i'll throw out one more that is unrelated to dinosaurs again but is related to sex uh which is come as you are by emily nagoski which is a book specifically for women about sex and sexuality and understanding your own sexuality and how everything works and what turns you on and why sometimes you aren't turned on and all sorts of really interesting things. It's a very life-changing book. And also, you know, fan fiction, as we've said before and frequently say, there's probably people... There are probably alternate universe fanfics out there where people fuck dinosaurs or at the very least fuck dragons. So have fun. And if you are writing alternate universe fanfiction about dinosaurs, you should just publish that stuff as ebooks and make millions of dollars because that's, I think, how that works. Yeah, it worked for E.L. James. It can work for you. That's I mean, not plan. that E.L. James had dinosaurs, but maybe she will in her next book. She... <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay, so we'll have a link to all of those uh, on our website, worstbestsellers.com. Check it out if you'd like to see those um, or other things that we've recommended or talked about in this episode. And now we'll move on to our candy pairing, where we will suggest a book, I mean a candy, to go along with this book. And mine is a mystery-flavored dum-dum that turns out to be bacon-flavored, which, by the way, is a thing now. Thanks oh. for nothing, dum-dum company. Um, because, if, like, you know, the mystery-flavored dum-dum is always super intriguing, but then you get the bacon one, and you're like, this is gross. But then also, you know, it's a dum-dum that's not very big. There's not really a lot to it. My candy pairing is a bag of gummy dinosaurs that has a couple gummy penises accidentally in the middle of it. Because um, it's the dino joy of childhood, but it's temporarily ruined by confusion and embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is, so Jurassic World, when it came out, Peeps made a just-born dino egg peep, oh, which wow. everyone should go and buy because it's a dinosaur-themed candy. Um, but then it's just a peep, so... That that sucks, but if you really want to have fun with it, you can stick it in the microwave, with, which makes it better. Which I think is also the same for this ebook. You put it if you put the ebook <laughs> in the microwave, it's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> disclaimer: Do not try this at home <laughs> or at the uh, library. 
<laughs> uh, mine was those soft peppermints that restaurants always give you that you think will be good or at least taste like mint or freshen your breath or something. But at the last minute, you forget they just taste like paste. They're disappointing and they don't even do the job. I actually really like those mints, but we can move <laughs> See, on. See, <laughs> I know. Oh, someone's always fun. Yay. Yeah, every book has its reader. Every yeah, mint yeah, has its mouth. And now we will move on to a fun game we like to play called The Rock Paper Snicked, where Kate will say who Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be if he were in this book. And I'll say who Wolverine would be if he were in this book. And uh, Sam and Ashley will have to choose which best enhances the book. Or choose paper, which would be to leave the book as is. Um, Since there's two of you guys, you can each vote separately. You do not have to come to a consensus. But you do have to choose. You can't pick tie because that's bullshit. (laughs) Okay. If The Rock were in this book, Dino Park would be a venture owned by The Rock, founded with some of his sweet wrestling money to fulfill a childhood dream. Being the CEO, he'd make sure to take top-down company-wide precautions about person-dino relations, company sexual harassment policies, waterside safety, and wearing good belts on your pants very seriously. Um, With these lessons, Maria would avoid falling into the plesiosaur tank, and this whole stupid thing would never happen. And then Maria would discover those weird dragon dildos on the internet, so everyone would have a happy ending. Sounds good. Sounds good. For me, I will say if Wolverine were in this book, um, lack staffing issues would lead to some escaped dinosaur mayhem at Dino Park, all along the lines of something you may have seen in any Jurassic Park film. But since Chris Pratt does not work at Dino Park, uh, the X-Men get called in to solve the problem, because that's kind of what they do or whatever. Wolverine's pretty excited about the chance to punch some dinosaurs. He does so and saves Maria from a raging T-Rex. Uh, later, when the park is all safe and they've kind of got some adrenal- adrenaline rush going on, they have some consensual sex on dry land and both find it very enjoyable. <sighs> well, uh, for me, I, I'm kind of obsessed with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so I would have to go with the, the Rock. Um, also because I'm interested to see what Maria does with the dragon dildos. <laughs> so that's, that's the one I will pick for myself. I pick Rock. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I I really wanted to be a contrarian and just go with paper just for the sake of it. But ultimately, your stories were too good. But I, yeah. I think I think I'm going to go with the uh, the rock simply because I want to I want to watch the, the Dido Park video on how to put your belt on. <laughs> <laughs> like the corporate video on how to do that. <laughs> All right. Well played, Kate. Good job. Wolverine, sorry. That's all right. No one loses in rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, snicked. Sorry. (laughs) Except for the book itself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's uh, say the moral of the story. My moral of the story is if you create dinosaurs from fossils, go the Jurassic Park route and make them all girls. (laughs) Mine, I'll just borrow straight from Jurassic Park. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think about if they should. Uh, Mine was, love comes in all shapes and sizes, but the creepy janitor trope really can only play out one way. (laughs) Uh, And mine was, uh, life uh, finds a way. Jeff Goldblum was right. He's always right. I know. (laughs) 
And now comes Duarte's Corner, when I will give my cat Duarte a chance to share his opinions on this work of literature. All right, Duarte, thank you so much for sharing your your strongly worded opinions. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that cats weren't in it either. I think that if there were cats in it, you're right, it probably would be animal abuse. So, you know, I'm glad for you that you didn't have to suffer the indignities that we did with the human lady. Mm -hmm. Don't read the saber-toothed tiger one. (laughs) Just don't. Oh, no, yeah. Cover your ears, Duarte. We won't bring that into our home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thanks thanks again, Duarte. Uh, do any humans have any closing thoughts? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a 17-page book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this is your fetish, uh, like, or if you're curious, like, y- you could do worse. I'm sure there's, you know, it's it's interesting. It's not, I don't know, I, like I mean, everything we said already. It's weird, but, like, everybody's weird, whatever. And, and and the authors are very prolific. So if you if if this really is your thing, uh, Christy Sims and and, and uh, Alana Branwin or whatever, uh, both of them have written like a gazillion and a half dinosaur erotica ones, including ones in space. You can be like dinosaurs in space. Like you can you can get around with your dinosaurs. So go for it. Have fun. I'm just sitting here mad that I didn't think of this first. And as soon as I get off the podcast, I'm going to start writing my own dinosaur erotica it, it it doesn't seem like it's that hard i can do it that's what's your pen name ashley my I, that's i i'm gonna leave that to you it's gonna be something really sexy though don't worry it's gonna be hot <laughs> Truth. all right well <laughs> when when you write your first work let us know and we'll retweet it Speaking okay good of which, but don't yeah. oh what no i was saying no that's good yeah i need all the help i can get <laughs> Uh, speaking of which you can follow us on twitter at worst bestseller with no s you can follow me personally on twitter at 14 across you can follow me personally on twitter at renata snacks Uh, you can find me on twitter at the dazzling one and you can find me at sednicks you can also like us on facebook where the worst bestseller is spelled normally you can subscribe to us on Stitcher or iTunes, um, and please rate and review us if you do, because it makes us look good. We're the 126th podcast on iTunes in the literature category, so that's pretty exciting. And if you want more hot dinosaur on woman action, you should leave us mm. more reviews. Yeah, maybe we can break the top 100 of literature yeah. podcasts. <laughs> um. Also, you can visit our website, WorstBestSellers.com, for links to any articles we talked about, um, as well as links to our guests and links to the books that we suggested. Also, just a reminder that if you are going to buy anything on Amazon.com, if you start on Worst Bestsellers and click any of our links, we get a little bit of uh, of take back from... Wait, is take back the word for that? I don't know. Kickback. Kickback. We get a kickback. Yeah, kick We're not very good at being shills, as you can tell, because I don't even know the <laughs> fucking word for it. But uh, so far, I've made like $20, and that's great. Uh, so if you want to help us make a few more cents, start at Worst Best Sellers the next time you go to buy your Amazon business, and we'll get a kickback from whatever you buy, even if 
You know, like if you click on our Dino Park After Dark link, you don't have to buy that thing. You can buy anything else and Amazon will track (laughs) you from us. Um, If you don't use Amazon for ethical reasons or whatever, I respect that too. But if you're going to do it anyway, help help a sister out. It's true because we have to buy a lot of these books with money from our own pockets and 99 cents for dino park after dark isn't too bad but the you know 12.99 for gray will haunt me forever so wow so we would appreciate that in summary (laughs) uh, also if anybody wants to advertise on us aside from christianmingle.com we're up into that (laughs) yeah oh yeah man what happened with christian mingle and the dinosaurs you know I think that's just sort of unspeakable. Um, <laughs> well, 6,000 years ago when people and dinosaurs were walking around together. That's true. I've actually I've been to the Creation Museum and they are there all together. So maybe they would actually be more okay with it. <laughs> well, maybe we have time to talk about that because uh, we'll be back in two weeks with some more creature porn. Um, we're actually doing a whole trilogy since these are short and well, I'll tell you the titles of the three and maybe you can see why we couldn't just decide which one of these to do. <laughs> so next up, we'll be doing the full trilogy by Raven Blackbird. They are The President Did Me From Behind and I liked it. I Got Freaky with Santa Claus and I liked it. And Bigfoot Did Me From Behind and I liked it. We'll be wow. reading all three of those. And I'm sure it's going to be an excellent conversation. I'm sure we're going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Sam and Ashley, thanks for joining us. Thanks for reading. uh, Thanks for inviting me. erotic work. I hope it awakened something in you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Something. Yeah. We did worse bestsellers and we liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) All right. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. And. Uh, We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. 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 I mean, I'm pretty turned on right now.